This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report, and this is Wednesday. It's the 17th. We're only two days away from Inauguration Day. Also, I call uh, Shutdown Day, and tomorrow, you know what tomorrow is? What's new holiday I've tried to institute? What? It's called National United States Surrender to the Globalist uh, Inauguration, Pre-Inauguration Day. And the Democrats are working hard with trying to literally shut down the government and destabilize their military and make sure they're not prepared. They don't want the CHIPS program. They don't want DACA integrated with a full immigration program to get rid of chain migration and the lottery system. They're, they, In terms of the doctor, I think you should have gone down into the crowd of these journalists and these Democrats and start doing psychic evaluations on them. They're the ones that are clinically showing signs of pre-Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's disease and geopolitical terminal psychosis. It's uh, mind-boggling, isn't it? And, of course, I was amazed at the positive outcome of of, uh, Trump's health. And I can give you a few more insights. Trump's a little bit overweight, but he's very active. He takes a cholesterol-lowering drug, which I don't think is a good idea. Five years ago, I had Dr. Graveline from NASA on an MD who was a NASA doctor who developed transient global amnesia. So if you have a really good metabolism, you don't demyelinate nerve fiber tracts. It lowers and blocks CoQ10. It also... You, they uh, tried to say he had arthritis. The man, the man is very active. He's not using a card everywhere when he goes golfing. And he sleeps five days, <clears throat> hours a day. And by the way, that's typical. If you actually do an analysis of the Fortune 500 companies, virtually every one of the Fortune 500 companies have people that are CEOs and middle managers that are hypomanic, people like me, that can get along in four to five hours a night sleep unless they take nutraceuticals to go to sleep, which I do. Sleep more, which I think is good for you, but it doesn't mean you have to. And uh, Trump has got ge- the genetics of someone who's going to live well toward 100, and it frustrates the hell out of the Democrats. I find it amazing. They don't think he's psychotic, you know, his doctor. They know he fits 30 on the 30 on his cognitive test. He doesn't show any signs of vascular disease or impending heart attack, which CNN's trying to say. These people have kind of lost it. Yeah, I mean, it really is a sign that rather than having a list of issues they're going to deal with before the 2018 election, it's just a never-Trumpers again. It's like it's like going to the to the alternate fairyland where, you know, their pixie dusk is, if you believe that there should, Trump shouldn't be president, you can come into our fairyland. It's crazy, isn't it? Oh, it is indeed. It's interesting you ascribe this to hypomania because there is a uh, very serious theory I dealt with in one of our earlier books at some length that what we talk about as America's special nature, you know, Obama dismissed this. He said, oh, well, the Greeks think they're special and the British think they're special, and we're just like that. No, no, no. In the United States, uh, we are a nation of immigrants, which means something that's very important because in world history, only 2% of humans have ever moved away from where they were born. Right. Only 2%. And those usually people who were motivated by a desire for freedom or opportunity. 
Well, in most countries, they have very few people like that. In the United States, that's almost everybody's ancestors. You, well, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of side issues. I was in the Civil Aviation Examiner for three decades. And most people don't realize, but U.S. pilots, when they go into combat, are actually required to take methamphetamine. Did you know that? I knew they were giving it to them. They were giving it. It's the same drug that they actually gave the Nazis that broke through the French lines and caused the French to collapse because they didn't need to sleep in three to five days. And the, and the German troops, uh, their breakthrough, and they have a German term for it, which I can't pronounce exactly. And what people need to understand, there are people like me and people like Trump that don't need performance-enhancing drugs because we have performance-enhancing genetics. That's just the way it is. My great-grandfather was Sir Sanford Fleming that built the railway across Canada and designed the time zones, okay? So you got to understand, if you're looking at the genetics of people that are very successful, we don't run on the same time clock as regular people. They can't keep up with us. Nobody can, period. Yeah, and the whole point of this special identity for Americans is we are disproportionately made up from uh, DNA, from ancestral DNA, of people who had hypomania, who were driven to achieve things. And it doesn't matter what your genetics are. You can be Mongolian, German, French, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're Haitian. If you have the genetics to be driven and to be an accomplisher and to ask questions and to question the authority, which is why you'll see, for example, a high ratio of those type of people in Australia because the Australians ended up in prisons because they went against the crown and against the royals and against all these others. The people that left the world, the, these other countries in the world that came to America, they're exceptional because they're primarily driven people, period. And, you know, I once did a fascinating uh, exposition of this on public television in Los Angeles. Uh, the theme being there was a period in the 1970s when it was very chic in high schools to have children live for a time in a pseudo-totalitarian state, a triangula, uh, in which they would just live by totalitarian rules. And what's interesting is, guess what kind of students in the class most rapidly became totalitarians? <clears throat> Answer, I'll give you the answer. The answer is the A and B students, because they were the ones who bent their lives and twisted themselves around to give the teacher whatever the teacher wanted, to obey right. authority. But the, the, and, and this led me to realize the people who were fighting with George Washington at Valley Forge to throw out the British, they were not the A and B students. They were the D and F students who fought against the authority of the teacher. <clears throat> right. They didn't want to have their lives dictated by somebody else. I, I'll give you an example. If you take all the graduates from all the major schools, if you take all the graduates from all the major science schools, medical schools, and so on that are A and B students, how many of those developed new technologies to change medicine, science, biology, whatever. Almost none. And the reason is, it's the students that actually come up with novel ideas that make their professors look like idiots that actually change the future. That's the facts, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. In fact, most invention, real invention, is done by small companies in the United States, not by giant corporations. It's done by guys even not with necessarily scientific training. They're welders working in their garage. They're electronic technicians that are home radio ham guys. Uh, that's the facts, isn't it? And then it's picked up if by I, when they get a small corporation. But if I say I'm WA6ORS, <laughs> I'm one of those ham guys. Yeah, I bet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm a pre-ham. My father was a ham, and my half brothers are ham operators. 
So I'm, I'm going to be doing hamming this year. Uh, next issue is the uh, government shutdown. Uh, this is an obscenity. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what uh, – here's what my advice is to Trump. What they should have done is completely separate the DACA issue from the immigration issue. Put DACA off. I mean, let them even have an extension for six months. Just deal with the fact that you have two issues. Continuing the government, especially funding the military and the CHIPS program, etc. And number two, making sure you don't uh, further damage the military. So when we have a military danger, which is North Korea and Iran and Venezuela, we can actually handle it. Because our troops don't even have the what's called the training time or the parts to replace their vehicles, their aircraft and their tanks and so on. And they're not getting enough clear time, so they're actually having accidents. Don't people know this reality or what's wrong with them? Nor, nor do they know that half of the military equipment in many cases is used simply to be cannibalized to provide spare parts for the other half. Or go to even uh, museums to pull museum part aircraft and pull the parts of the museum aircraft actually to replace the ones in our current vehicles. Right, with uh, 52s that are older than the fathers of the pilots who are flying them. Right, and, and people think, well, you can't have a nation without three things. Number one, borders. Number two, with a strong military. Number three, with a strong currency you can defend against unfair trade practices, which we have against China. And now, of course, Trump's coming out with a correct statement that Russia is collaborating with North Korea. Duh. North Korea is a former Soviet satellite. What do you think? And the guidance systems in 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 North Korean missiles are entirely Russian. They're not even Chinese. Now, the Chinese and these banks and other people that are collaborating and selling parts are criminals, which we can shut down systematically. But let's face reality. Trump has got everybody named, hasn't he? This guy is a genius, and he's his own man, no matter all Mattis and all the generals around him. He takes their advice, looks at them, and says, no, we're doing this, we're not doing that. He's amazing, isn't he? He is. Now the Pentagon gets to Project Maven. We'll talk. When we come back. the fount of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, Lowell, you've been writing for many years for, for uh, science journals. Uh, you, you do some background writing for the Hollywood people. Uh, you write for Craig uh, Smith, who's actually a billionaire, who's on with uh, Neil Cavuto on Fox News Business every week. Um, where do you see this all going? I don't think people really kind of grasp the dark future that we're facing. We're facing a government that is literally going to be paralyzed here very shortly. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. I think that they should have completely separated the idea of the DACA kids from the immigration bill because the Democrats think that they can just oppose until finally they think that Trump is going to cave. He's not. Trump's not going to cave, is he, even if they shut down the government? I would hope not. Of course, he was a Democrat, so maybe the... But in any event, last night my wife and I were pondering the deadly trends in our society, not least which... Uh, robots are replacing human jobs. McKenzie just did a study. 73 million jobs could be lost by 2030. And yet we're bringing in more people nominally as workers, even though they won't really be working all that much. Uh, drug in, in California, for example, where I live, we now call it California. It has legalized drugs on its way to Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Which well, is basically, didn't they use a drug called Soma? 
and Brave New World, Soma, I think it was called. It's called Soma, and there are all kinds of interesting things about it. But what I found most frightening about the totalitarianism depicted there, as distinct from 1984 uh, by George Orwell, is that in Huxley's dystopia, most of the people were totally happy. They would not have wanted to change it if they'd been given a vote. Uh, they were perfectly happy to have their Soma and their movies that actually in, induced feelings in them. Uh, they were called the feelies. Or having ample women, or as Tuxley said, pneumatic uh, for their pleasure. Uh, in other words, they were happy. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about like sex robots that they talk about. And there's one satanic cult actually on Drudge today that says, you know, that, that, that uh, cyborg robot uh, sex uh, slaves would actually save the world. This is a satanic cult that was listed on Drudge. I'm thinking, you crazy people, man. Do you not understand the human race is reaching the end of the road? We're toxically destroying the ability of us to even reproduce, let alone determine whether you're male or female because we're causing feminization of males primarily because most toxins are feminizing. We have a situation where interfering with normal cell biology with Wi-Fi network cell phones, Gwen Towers, and electricity, dirty electricity because the power companies are dumping it back in the environment. We're having sperm fall by 60% already here. Right. As I say, if you're an alligator farmer from Florida, you have to flip the alligator over to no male or female. 25 years ago, you could see from 30 yards away whether it's a male or female alligator. You can't anymore. Uh, in fact, I think it was reported last week that they found a male alligator that actually had both complete sets of male and female genitalia. So what you have to understand is what's going on is the end of the road. And if we don't go out with a bang, like a nuclear war, chemical, biological war, or even things like a super-energized form of flu like the H3N2 or the H7N9, which is going to come back from China after the Chinese New Year, uh, the flu right now is the worst in 13 years at least. And I put out a program yesterday on my mass email of our flu-blocking nutraceuticals that will save your life. And believe me, they've already reported at least 500 dead. It's probably many times that. Uh, the number actually year, the CDC reports every year is on average – Somewhere on average year on 40,000 die, my guess this year is going to be a bumper year. And the problem is people don't understand that at the rate we're going, the human race is done. I mean, if you actually just look at it mathematically, if you're a forensic investigator from another galaxy and you came here to, in our space time to kind of just catabulate what we're doing, we're suicidally stupid, aren't we? Well, let me give you a couple of examples of that. The, the general feminist, radical left attitude toward masculinity. They want to see it done away with because, well, according to one writer writing an American thinker, uh, masculine men are harder to control under tyrannical socialism. You're kidding. They would much rather have uh, the, the pajama boy who symbolizes progressivism they would rather have demasculinized males. I, I wrote, I've written at great length in our books about that issue. It has a lot of implications. Oh, another thing that you'd find interesting. You open today the progressive left journal, the Atlantic Monthly, now called the Atlantic. Right. And it, there is a major <clears throat> article called The New Age of Astrology. Take a deep breath. Young millennials are now fascinated with astrology. They're also fascinated with socialism and Marxism, which are other pseudosciences and pseudo-religions. Well, I but, see an anti-scientific bent 
to the entire society. Everything is becoming cult-like, including even in medicine. Look at some of the drugs that are out now. I saw an advertisement this morning for a drug that's used to, to, to help people lose weight. It doesn't deal with the metabolic cause of diabetes. No, no. It blocks different pathways in your brain. And by the way, after this five or six seconds of benefits, they tell you 54 seconds of how it can make you commit suicide, how it can have you have cardiac arrest and glaucoma and other problems. This is the standard cultness of everything, not just medicine, law. I mean, look at everything from, for example, child protection services, the way they operate. If you're accused, you're guilty until, until you disapprove yourself. Uh, this is an example of, of what we call Napoleonic Justin. All you need is someone to accuse you, even if it's the slightest inappropriate behavior that's, that's not even like, considered bad, and you're immediately a, a serial killer or a serial sex abuser. And we see that that's why we see the situation with Roy Moore. Roy Moore, for example, that girl that was 14, she was being taken away by her father out of state. That's a big detail. And then we have the situations where, yes, he came back from the war college and from Vietnam, and there were no girls, so he dated some late teens. They're in the age of consent. In fact, their mother's consented because they thought he was good marriageable material. This is not a pervert. Let's get it, okay? Girls at 19 are mentally mature like a man at 25 to 30. We have a bizarre society that believes that we tell our troops to believe in pedagogy of the Afghan warriors, that they have a boy changed to the bed because he's not yet reached puberty, but we here at home have women trying to say we want to emasculate males. That's crazy. In fact, all universities are teaching courses on toxic masculinity. It's crazy, isn't it? And testosterone is a poisoning, that males are victims of testosterone poisoning. Meanwhile, it's an example of that unreality. After the attack, so-called, the, the attack warning in Hawaii this last weekend, uh, we had all kinds of people who wouldn't but blame the Democrats, who actually run the government and run Hawaii's emergency management agency right. because of this. Now, we had Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Curtis' daughter, uh, for example, uh, sending an email in which he declares, this Hawaiian missile scare is on you, Mr. Trump, on your arrogance, hubris, narcissism, rage, ego, impurity, and your unstable idiocy. You did this. Okay, let, let, me, let me give you a consequence of this. The, the women, we're going to change. Go ahead. One more fact. Just let me add one quick note. Jonah Goldberg made the reasonable point since when have we let actors become our moral guides? Yeah, exactly. Actors but, for yeah. thousands of years were considered the most degenerate, immoral, egotistical people of all of society. Well, 26 years ago, 1992, I did a presentation to the Canadian Royal Commission on Reproductive Technology on select-selected abortion and on genetic-engineered uh, uh, tissue uh, harvesting tissue harvesting and I can believe that uh, I, we'll talk about when we come back that uh, study I presented about 25 and a half years ago to the Canadian Royal Commission on New Reproductive Technology. And the two parts of the study, the first was on genetically engineered uh, fetal tissue transplantation. And the two primary cases I had were diabetes, where the recurring pancreatic tissue from uh, fetuses was low flow suction, and they actually had to do a surgical dissection. It wasn't a typical abortion. 
or diencephalon transplant from babies that had to have an anatomist in the room in the abortuary doing low-flow suction. They can't cut them apart like we call jigsaw babies. They had to do low-flow suction of babies that were usually midterm so they can dissect the diencephalon. And it took 20 babies to transplant the diencephalon to one person with Parkinson's disease like Michael J. Fox. Now, what people don't understand, 93% of abortions at that time and now still are female. They don't have syndrome. They don't have what's called fragile X syndrome or Down syndrome or anything else or omphacele or some other major genetic defect. You can see it in ultrasound. No, no. They're just female. They don't have a handle. And, and that's an example of how China came to be the way it is because right, a when they allowed only one child per couple, that couple would go to medical authorities, would would legally or illegally find out whether the baby was male or female. And if it was female, they'd eliminate it because they wanted their one child to be male. Now, now my, so they, my, si- my sister was a, speaks three dialects of Chinese, and she was a, a journalist for the Hong Kong Daily News for years. And her husband is Chinese, and his family were shot in the back of the head. They were bankers in Shenzhen. And his mother swam across Kowloon Bay to actually survive in Hong Kong and later in Canada have him. What you have to understand is that these Chinese people are really smart, but they're under the greatest boot in history. China is actually worse than even Islamic countries. That's how bad it is. And now with social profiling with our intel agencies and our Silicon Valley companies collaborating with the Chinese communists, it's horrendous. These people come back with advanced degrees, and they go into the matrix is what it's like. Now, what we have to understand is Mao Zedong quoted that there will be 200,000 in his army that would invade the Middle East and take over. That actually is quoting Revelation, the book of Revelation, in the, in the Mao Zedong's Red Book. People don't know this, do they? They don't no. know, they don't understand that the future doesn't need females. Did you know that? The future doesn't need females. Between sex robots and the feminization of males and all the other things, wild reproduction will be outlawed at the rate it's going within 20 years, which means it'll be against the law to reproduce. It'll only be in, in, in birthing centers where they can eliminate genetically damaged fetuses from toxic pollution or radiation or God knows what, and then to make sure that uh, eliminate specific genes, too, that will also cause bad behavior like the God gene, where they want to block the N-methyl-D-aspartate receptor so that you don't end up thinking of a higher authority or you resist the power authority of a totalitarian regime, which you can actually genetically screen out those people who would resist, which is why America is strong, because it has resistant people that will resist the whole damn world. That's why America is exceptional. It's genetically different. No matter what nation you come from, we have different groups of genes, period. Right, we have that gene that inclines us toward hypomania, <clears throat> things which should be right. also, uh, also now. Yeah. Now Obama, remember, his chief science advisor was John Holdren, right. who was co-author of a book that argued that chemical sterilants should be added to the world's food and water supplies, so that no one could have. Uh, a baby, unless they had the antidote, only government would control the antidote, and it would decide who could get it and who couldn't. Well, that's, again, outlying wild reproduction. Yeah, and it'll, it'll get even worse than that. You can do polar body exclusion to determine the genetics even. Think what a dream that would be for Adolf Hitler. You, you don't eliminate Jews by setting up death camps. You just deny every Jew the, the antidote that allows him or her to reproduce. You know what I find that kind of so disingenuous? The fact is, genetically, we know historically, he's at least half to one-quarter Jew himself. And what people don't understand about this, it's not a matter of Jewishness or whatever. It's about one group of Masonic orders fighting another group. That's what really was the origins of the 
of the for, of the Reich. And the fact that it was a cult, it was actually more, mainly a spiritual religious cult we call the Third Reich, which is why he went to Neuschwebenland in Antarctica and he tried to get all these ancient artifacts, is because Adolf Hitler was a cult leader. He and wasn't he was just a... Follower yeah, of all kinds of things, yeah. Yeah, people have to understand this. This wasn't a military leader trying to make Germany good. Uh, and uh, Britain, of course, feared them, so there were American and British banks that actually funded Adolf Hitler. In fact, they said they weren't even going to bomb say, the Krupp steel factory and munitions factories because they were selling munitions to the British government paid by the Queen's gold bullion. So they could actually bomb Germans and cut off their supply lines. It was mainly cutting off and killing much of the German population and making sure that they got rid of the their opposing Masonic organizations in Germany that would oppose the New World Order of the British. The British set up the United Nations in the United States and New York on a slaughterhouse land. And people understand the New World Order is entirely druidic. It's satanic. People don't understand this. They don't understand it's a battle between different groups of snake uh, leaders that are trying to do this. And, of course, Adolf Hitler was put up there as this cult leader and then taken down. And uh, the same way we're dealing with people like uh, like Mr. Vladimir Putin, I call him Rasputin, because even if he's not genetically a descendant of Rasputin, he's certainly sure as hell acting like one. I mean, uh, this guy is dangerous, and the same as, as G tries to become the new Mao, when in fact the Chinese and the Russians are totally supporting Mr. Kim Jong-un, who could hit a U.S. city, who could hit us with an EMP weapon. And so it's actually a good thing in some ways that this alarm went off in Hawaii because people need to realize this is not a theoretical movie. This is damn real. Yeah, and just parenthetically looking backward, the British royal family is not really the House of Windsor. It is the House of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha. It is German. Right. In fact, if you actually look at their genetics, probably 85% of their genes are German descendant. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) So here's where we're going. Uh, This year, I expect the decapitation of North Korea and Iran, one way or the other. And it can be several different ways. This year, you're going to have an immigration bill, even if we have to shut down the government for a period of time and have emergency extensions, which we'll do. This year, you're going to see the Democrats not bring out a candidate or policy to supply or do anything to help the American public. So they're committing geopolitical suicide. I don't understand the Democrats. They're so lost, they think that all they have to do is say, never Trump, and they're going to get elected. They're crazy. This will probably be the first time in many generations where a first-term president doesn't lose seats to the opposing party. I can tell you everything I see tells me they're going to attempt to impeach him again, and he's going to gain congressmen and senators. That's what I see coming. I don't see Trump failing. I see him winning again because the other side are out there like a Japanese committing harikari, like some kind of warlord, finally deciding to take his own sword and fall on it. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, we see American jobs in great jeopardy. We see the Democrats think that their power will come from importing still cheap foreign workers, more of them, uh, when those foreign workers are, in fact, displacing Americans. So we'll see if they can import enough yeah. to overcome the vote of Americans. Yeah, but the real issue is robotics. Do you know Foxconn plant, which has a million workers in China, is right. replacing a lot of these workers with robot factory, and they actually have new devices that let the uh, the Apple Foxconn facility is putting out that have not had a human hand touch any stage of the production. It's completely robotic. iPads and iPhones. 
where not one human touched one wire or one weld or anything. The entire object has been created by robots. As we said, in the U.S., potentially 73 million more jobs lost to automation or robots by 2030. Well, what are they going to do? Have a have a, a minimum uh, income, and everybody's just going to play? What do they want to do? A kind of a, have a gruel class of subsistent humans that are kept like caged animals or pets by an AI system and robots running everything? That's where we're going. Where we have like LA, they're going to have drones that are swarming around watching to, for pre-crime and grabbing us like the Minority Report. People say, no, that won't happen. Just look at the actions of CPS, the police, and everybody. They're becoming weaponized. And they're not even weaponizing properly to even profile because every time there's terrorism, it's almost 99% Muslim. I mean, once in a while you get a skinhead or a psychotic or some troop coming back when they're on a kill you jack drug. But most of the time it's Muslim, but they don't want to say that. You can't say that. You're a racist. But if we can lower the sperm count enough, if we can get enough people not reproducing, then there won't be that many people left here to deal with. Well, I guarantee you one thing. As bad as the Muslims are, they're not going to submit to that, which is a real problem for the globalists. Not going to happen. information you have a free book that's available to people all you have to do is call your special number and uh, this book of course is a series of books that come out regularly i think you're, this is what the eighth book i think that's, that's out now what's it called but that's not all dr deagle you also get the gintsu knife no uh you do get the book free and postpaid so it literally uh, yeah. You get the Gitsu Knifer as well. I'm just kidding. You mentioned Craig Smith appears every week with Neil Cavuto on Fox Business. Uh, we have written seven books together. I've written uh -huh. books, but uh, our latest, Money, Morality, and the Machine, deals with a lot of these issues, including how Europe got to be the way it is today. And to get the free book, you just call a toll-free number. It won't cost you anything, 800 630 1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's 800-630-1492. I suggest you do it now while you're thinking about it. Yeah, one of the things that I think is important is this whole experiment called Europe was received by a Frenchman who was a globalist. And the experiment is very dangerous because what I see happening, especially if they have a pan-European army with Brexit, it's very likely you'll see the rise, basically, of the Fourth Reich, uh, just by chance. I mean, you know, we've tried to stop the rise of Germany now two times in the 20th century, and this third time in the 21st, it's going to happen. It's actually in the Bible that, the, that Britain will leave, and the final empire will be a trans-European army and military that will be the, the fear of the world. And you have to understand, when you're dealing with 27 nations, I think it may be soon more, including probably Turkey, if they threaten to pull out of NATO, it will be a, uh, a at least a Muslim apologist uh, transnational country with more than half a billion people. And we've got to remember, most of the people in China, there's only about a few, two or three hundred million that are actually along the dragon cities along the coast. Most of them are rural, so they're not involved. The same way in, in India, they have a big middle class, but the fact is Europe, uh, if it militarizes uh, over the next, say, 20 years, will be the most feared 
nation on earth, more than Russia, China, or anybody. And people don't understand this, do they? Right, and they've just announced they're moving away from NATO and toward their own autonomous military that can, among other things, stop members of the European Union from leaving. Now, the European right. Union was actually set up by a globalist after World War II named Jean Monnet. Right. And Monet believed, this is what we write about at length of money, morality, and the machine. And Monet believed in two things. Number one, he, the only way you can prevent a future World War II was by having Europe unified into one entity. So it wouldn't fight itself. And the other is you did not dare allow democracy because Hitler was democratically elected. So he was terrified of democracy. Monet in his own uh, notebooks according to Frederick Forsyth, who wrote The Day of the Jackal and so on, but is also a journalist in England and a supporter of Brexit. Uh, he found in Monet's notebook the following, written by Monet himself, the founder of the European Union, quote, Europe's nation should be guided towards the superstate, that is the European Union, without their people understanding what is happening. This can be accomplished by successive steps, each disguised as having an economic purpose, but which will eventually and irreversibly lead to federation. In other words, it will draw them into a dictatorship that they then can't leave. That's the guy wow. who the European Union. And by the way, they're trying to do much the same thing here by flooding the United States with immigrants, especially Latinos. Plus, they're also federalizing the police forces of cities and states all across the country. And during Obama, they did more than anybody. And the national ID, by the way, that was passed during George Bush uh, Jr., is actually coming in in two years before the uh, next election. And people in Trump never mentioned a damn thing about it. But the fact is, this national ID is, is, is not a U.S.-based system. It's a global uh, biometric system that would marry perfectly with cryptocurrencies or a digital cash, it can be either one, but it otherwise will be the matrix. People don't understand that, where everything you buy and sell, right down to the cubic meter of space where you bought it, will be recorded in an international AI database. So you'll be inside the matrix, no matter whether you, do you take a chip in you, or we just use your biometrics of your bone scan iris or digital fingerprints or pay-by-face. People or some, don't see that. So, or, or some might say it's like the Mark of the Beast in the Book of Revelation. Where you, exactly. buy, where you cannot buy or sell anything without the mark of the beast. It's coming. And people say, even heavy metal rockers have never read a page of the Bible know that. I mean, you don't have, you have to be a blithering idiot or a liar to not believe that this is coming. And, and I've dealt with a lot of people who think Bitcoin is great. I think you're a moron, including even, uh, you know, so-called financial people that I get as newsletter, you know, like, uh, I don't even want to mention his name. It's so aggravating. Because you usually respect what he says. But uh, why would, you know, Gerald Salenti, why would he say that it's a good idea, it's kind of democracy in action to have a non-trackable currency when now the IRS and the European Central Financial Committee, so they can avoid uh, money laundering, have said they're going to have biometrics uh, tracking everybody that uses a cryptocurrency anywhere? Right. I mean, they're not going to allow it if they can't control it. Right. So, yeah, you know, how, how foolish can you be? It's like... Uh, uh, let's, let's put it this way. If the doctor was smart, which obviously he's a pretty good doctor, obviously, but if he was smart, he'd tell Trump, stop drinking uh, Diet Coke and drink Zevia or soda water. Uh, you know, that's, that's got minerals in it and so on, but do not drink Diet Coke with aspartame and adventame and Splenda and other crap. What we have to understand is people are drinking geopolitical aspartame, and the society is going to pay for it. 
my guess is they're going to have a black swan event this year. Uh, very likely going to be either a bond market collapse or a major geopolitical issue likely. Bitcoin blows up. Because if it blows up, how many people have invested? I don't know. But if Bitcoin blows up down the road, for example, I've heard some very good sources that, that are not only people like Venezuela set up their Bitcoin January 1 this year, but the Saudis are very deeply involved in it and the Middle Eastern people. And America's going to blow up the oil market. This year, America will be the largest oil and gas producer on the planet. Yeah, two interesting factoids about Bitcoin. Number one, 40% of all the Bitcoin in the world are owned by fewer than 1,000 people who can therefore wow. manipulate its value if they wish. Number two, um, in the magic of Bitcoin, 80% of all the Bitcoin that theoretically could ever be mined have now been mined or are in circulation. Wow. So wanna... it doesn't have that much headroom left to it. So, in other words, they bind the algorithms, and now they're going to blow up the actual value of them. The problem is once they attach biometrics to them, it's a, it's a trap. And and I, I've talked to people. I mean, uh, I talked to even my it's just where the government wants to go anyway, which is to the so-called quote-unquote cashless society. Yeah, and even even Janet Yellen said a few years ago, three years ago, she wanted a, a Fed coin, so she doesn't have to have the cost of printing money. I mean, we're not just talking about bizarre people on the edge. We're talking about people that run our money system, like Janet Yellen. Sure, and, I, and not only that, understand all these things that have to go through computers. Suppose you have a sexual partner who's a robot 100 times stronger than you are. Imagine that that robot is hacked while you're engaged with What could that robot do to you? Your Bitcoin could be manipulated by whoever controls the computer networks and so on. So, so you're making yourself actually more and more dependent on... Well, yeah, I want you to make a comment, too, about this computerized trading. Computerized trading is so fast, no normal human being can't possibly compete with it, can it? The average computer trade, you used to buy a stock and hold it for two and a half years before you sold it. Today, the average stock is held for less than 23 seconds. Damn. By a computer and then sold again within 23 seconds. Because that's how computers find trading to be most yeah. profitable. Right. So, in other words, you can't compete against the system. It's designed with AI that you can't possibly compete with it. And when they have true AI systems, which they've done with the Promise software, and the primary note of that system is at Shreve Air Force Base, Falcon, Colorado, 18 miles east of Colorado, and Falcon, Colorado, at Shreve Air Force Base, three higher levels of security, the NORAD. I know. I've been inside there, worked for the employee, with the employees there, had security clearance. And I can tell you, the system is coming, and there are sub-nodes around the world and that's why what I see coming is very, very dark, very dark. And the human race are just racing toward this, almost like uh, I saw a, a video clip this morning on Fox, uh, Fox and Friends where this speedboat with the guys distracted on the cell phone driving too fast hit a little fisher boat, and luckily the people jumped off and didn't get killed. But that's what's going on. People are racing toward their own annihilation, aren't they? Well, they're racing toward being merged or mated, if you will, with... AI and uh, artificial intelligence robots, that's what the military's Project Maven is all about. Maven, Maven yeah. in the Yiddish term, meaning someone who's really good at something or a command of something. Like, he's the donut maven of Brooklyn. Yeah, the maven. Yeah, the maven. Yeah. yeah, and that's why future wars, if they happen, will be robot wars and drone wars. Yeah, quote the, quote the maven, nevermore. Yeah, you're crazy. The future is uh, here. <clears throat> the future is near. The end is near, and you should shake in your boots for what's coming. 
don't pretend that everything is fine when it's not. And those people who are agnostics and atheists, you better start believing in God because, believe me, that's all you got now. If you think your Democrats and your globalists are going to save your carcass, know they're going to roast you over an open geopolitical fire. But it would be useful to get the free book at 800-630-1492. 1492. 